Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 6th of September. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Steve Forbes. Britain's new Prime Minister enters Downing Street and chooses people for the top jobs. I'm honoured to take on this responsibility at a vital time for our country. And the UN's nuclear watchdog urges fighting to stop around a power plant in Ukraine. We are playing with fire and something very, very catastrophic could take place. Times of London Daily World Briefing. The UK officially has a new Prime Minister. Liz Truss has promised to introduce tax cuts, sort out soaring energy bills and put the National Health Service on a firm footing. On Wednesday, she met with her new cabinet for the first time. After winning the Conservative leadership contest, she visited the Queen and had been formally asked to form a government. But before all that, her predecessor, Boris Johnson, said his own goodbyes. This is it, folks. Thank you, everybody, for coming out so early this morning. In only a couple of hours, I will be in Balmoral to see Her Majesty the Queen. And the torch will finally be passed to a new Conservative leader. The baton will be handed over in what has unexpectedly turned out to be a relay race. They changed the rules halfway through, but never mind that now. A few hours later, Liz Truss stood in the same spot outside Number 10 Downing Street. I'm honoured to take on this responsibility at a vital time for our country. What makes the United Kingdom great is our fundamental belief in freedom, in enterprise and in fair play. In her first evening in office, Liz Truss filled her cabinet with the right-leaning wing of the Conservative Party, including a few people who stood against her in previous rounds. For the first time ever, there isn't a white male in one of the four top jobs. Suella Braverman, who was knocked out in earlier rounds, is now the Home Secretary. James Cleverley is the Foreign Secretary. And Kwasi Kwarteng is the new Chancellor, saying in his first evening in the role that he and his team have been finalising a package of urgent support to help people with energy bills, with an announcement this week. A former Chief Secretary to the Treasury, David Gork, who served under Theresa May between 2016 and 2017, has told Times Radio that it's likely Mr Kwarteng has been working with the Treasury behind the scenes for a couple of weeks. Normally when ministers start, you know, they start fresh um, and you know, the first time that they're engaged in these matters are when they become ministers. It's pretty clear that lots of work has been going on over the summer uh, before Kwasi was appointed Chancellor. I assume he was heavily involved in the discussions and the decisions that have been made. 
On her first full day in office, Ms Truss faces the leader of the official opposition, Labour's Sir Keir Starmer, at the dispatch box in the House of Commons for the first of many Prime Minister's questions. The International Atomic Energy Agency is urging Russia and Ukraine to stop fighting around the Zaporizhia power plant. A report revealed there's been extensive damage by shelling there and have called for a security zone around the plant. Both countries are blaming each other for the shelling and there are fears it could trigger a catastrophe in Ukraine. Rafael Grossi, the director general at the UN's nuclear watchdog, says it could lead to an unlimited release of radioactive material. The hits that this facility has uh, received and that I could personally see together with my experts is simply unacceptable. We are playing with fire and something very, very catastrophic could take place. The plant has been occupied by Russia since the start of the war and has come under repeated attacks since. In a report published on Tuesday following last week's visit, the IAEA said the presence of Russian military equipment on site could undermine its security. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says he supports calls to demilitarize the perimeter. The IAEA mission, which visited the Zaporizhia nuclear power station, presented a documented report of its work. The report notes the presence of Russian military equipment on the territory of the nuclear power plant, emphasizes pressure on our nuclear workers, and makes clear references to the Russian military occupation. The plant lies on the southern bank of the river Dnieper, across the water from Ukrainian-held towns and military positions. The Times of London's reporter in Ukraine, Askold Krushelniski, says the people who live around the area are terrified. Whatever the UN suggests, we know from past Russian actions that uh, Moscow is unlikely to take um, heed of uh, this recommendation that there should be some sort of safety zone created around the, the reactor sites. They're going to probably... Um, carry on occupying the place. Uh, the Russians keep saying that the Ukrainians are shelling the place and that it's the Ukrainians that mm. are um, causing the danger, but that there's no evidence of, uh, of that. The UN Security Council held an emergency meeting after the publication of the IAEA's report to discuss the situation in Zaporizhia and said that both nations must commit to stop military activity there as a first step. On the way, a mafia wannabe commits a rite of passage killing in Naples and a Japanese man has forged out a career of doing nothing. Times of London Daily World Briefing Amid the continued fighting in Ukraine and the billions of dollars in support being given to the invaded country, the Pentagon has claimed that Russia has approached North Korea to ask for it to supply ammunition for its cause. Pentagon Press Secretary Brigadier General Pat Ryder said it was a sign that Russia was struggling to sustain the war, which President Putin still calls a special military operation. Russia has approached North Korea to request ammunition. Um, I'm not able to provide any more detail than that at this point in time, Um, but it does demonstrate and is indicative of the situation that Russia finds itself in in terms of its logistics and sustainment capabilities as it relates to Ukraine. Uh, Certainly, uh, as has been said, uh, we we assess that um, things are not going well on that front for Russia. So the fact that they're reaching out to North Korea uh, is a sign that uh, that they're having some challenges on the sustainment front. 
He added that in the Kherson region, they have seen continued offensive operations by the Ukrainians, who are making advancements and have retaken some towns and villages. Officials have said sanctions from the West are limiting Russia's ability to replace vehicles and weapons destroyed in Ukraine. The Ukrainian Defence Department responded to reports of the claims that Russia was speaking to North Korea on Twitter by saying, Soviet weapons have indeed exhausted their potential, thus Ukraine is switching to NATO standards. Those who are unable to transform to NATO standards switch to North Korean standards, be it weapons, politics or standards of living. We head to Naples on the west coast of Italy, where a man has been shot dead in an apparent rite of passage killing by a young mafia wannabe. The victim, 56-year-old Davide Fogler, was found in his apartment with a single gunshot wound to the head. The unemployed resident of the Bagnoli district is said to have been an introvert who occasionally stole clothes from the washing lines of neighbours and had no mafia ties. The Times of London's Italy correspondent Tom Kington told us why the police think a TV series may have inspired it. The TV series uh, Gomorra, which you may know, which has been quite a big hit over the last few years, which is in, in, inspired by the Naples Camorra Mafia, uh, features a couple of uh, incidents of murders like this where um, the, the affiliates are told to go out and kill someone pretty much randomly to, to show that they're up to it. That show was influenced by actual events in Naples. On the other hand, critics of the show say that um, it was such a big uh, success amongst mafiosi in Naples that they may have also been imitating the show. The clans making up the mafia in Naples have become crueler and more trigger-happy in recent years as younger affiliates have grabbed power from an older, more cautious generation. It's said that while the most famous Sicilian mafia, Cosa Nostra, has been widely shut down in the past 20 to 30 years, crime groups on mainland Italy are still thriving. Tom Kington explained the differences between some groups and how they act. The Naples mafia, the Camorra, is very violent, very kind of unruly, lots of competing clans within that mafia in the city. Uh, but they tend to keep it, keep it local. Uh, whereas the aforementioned Andrangheta Mafia from Calabria and the toe of Italy has gone very international. Uh, they tend to be a lot less violent now. They realise that killing is bad for business. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With a roundup of the opening night of action in this season's UEFA Champions League, here's John Jackson. The UEFA Champions League returned on Tuesday evening with several top flight champions in action. English Premier League winners Manchester City made short work of Spanish side Sevilla, largely thanks to their Norwegian striker Erling Haaland. He scored twice in their 4-0 win to take his personal record to 25 goals from 20 Champions League appearances and 12 goals for this season already. Austrian champions RB Salzburg hosted Italian champions AC Milan with the game ending one all. Last season's Croatian title winners Dinamo Zagreb edged past Chelsea 1-0, while Shakhtar Donetsk became the first Ukrainian side to compete in the competition since the Russian invasion of the country. They won 4-1 in an emotional night away at RB Leipzig. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Saudi Arabia's media regulator has warned the streaming company Netflix that it will take legal action if it does not remove content deemed offensive to what it calls Islamic and societal values in Gulf Arab states. 
Although the content was not specified, when the subject was discussed on state-run television, a blurred animation featuring two girls embracing was shown. The Riyadh-based General Commission for Audiovisual Media said the content violated media regulations in the Gulf Corporation Council, which groups Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Oman, Qatar and Kuwait. Same-sex relationships are criminalised in many Muslim-majority nations, and films featuring such relationships have been banned in the past. Earlier this year, the Disney Pixar movie Lightyear was banned in the UAE as it featured characters in a same-sex relationship. Netflix is yet to comment. And finally, a man in Japan has been hiring himself out to literally do nothing. 38-year-old Shoji Morimoto started his business on Twitter in 2018 and claims he's been hired 4,000 times to do nothing more than mostly drink wine with people. I am the rental do-nothing man. I provide a service where I can be rented to do nothing. This do-nothing man is me, and I rent myself out. I go to places where I'm asked to, and I do nothing there. He sometimes attends events as a companion or provides a listening ear, with one woman hiring him just to tell him her life story. He refuses to do anything intimate and says he just provides company. Shoji got the idea when he was at work after being told, perhaps more than once, that he was doing nothing. So he thought he'd turn this skill into profit. He believes that his work can change the attitude that people always need to be doing something productive in order to feel valued. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Wednesday the 7th of September. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.